right, so this is the one to go ham podcast. You guys know who it is because I mean, the voice is self-explanatory. We knew this already. Uh, so I um, it's been a a a wild and pretty long week to say the least. Um, work's been pretty busy for the most part. Uh, oh man, it's hard real quick. I'm on Facebook. Yo, it's crazy that like today, three years ago, Kobe Bryant died. That is crazy. That is crazy. Um, man, so I'm looking at uh, <laughs> so okay, so on Facebook, um, like you guys probably know this already, but on Facebook. They got like a thing where you can like jump through time, like like it's like a time machine, not a literal one, but like it just brings up all your old posts posts on the day that you posted them. So like today's the 26th, right? So on the 26th, I'm looking at like posts that I made 11 years ago. Damn, add me on Skype. <laughs> I mean, people still Skype, I think, you know, for the most part. Uh, let me see here. Looking at. I don't know. <laughs> oh shit! This is wild. Oh man, I'm I'm so glad. It it was kind of cringy, man. I'm not gonna lie, man. Um, very cringy. The stuff I used to post back in the day. I I I I honestly thought that. Oh man. Oh, this is the one. Yo, anybody else remember River Roll? Yo, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what, man. <laughs> River Roll, River Roll was a trip, bro. River Roll was a fucking trip. I kind of, you know, when I'm looking at this post, man, and everyone's like, I had a, I had a lot of uh, like interactions on this post uh, when I posted all this. So, oh man, it's crazy. Um, okay, so this episode specifically, first off, yes, for those who are wondering, and for those who care. Um, at least for the sports portion of my podcast, I am going to have a um, prediction podcast episode. I'm thinking, I'm th- here's the thing. I want to do one with Trey. So Trey, if you're listening, I want to do one with you, bro. But like, I, and I, I, I now understand why Anchor's not working. Like for you, at least. I cracked the code on my last episode. So we'll have to get together um, if we're going to do this or not. But uh, for sure, if not this pod, Assuming that the Eagles and the Chiefs meet in the Super Bowl, which I think that's going to happen. Um, that, surprise. There, there you go. But I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to do a reactionary episode. Uh, we're definitely going to collab for a podcast, no doubt, like in person. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So um, this episode was actually kind of inspired. You know, sometimes I'll sit in my car, man, and I was reluctantly going to my second job. And I was just, uh, I gave uh, one of my friends a call, man. And, you know, he's one of my one of my mentors, um, somebody that I, I speak to on the daily and how we met, actually. Uh, so when I first broke into the IT world, I, um, I didn't know what the hell I was getting myself into, right? He was one of the first people that actually reached out, had no idea who he was, found me. Reached out to me, congratulated me. We've been cool ever since, man. Um, super cool cat, man. If he's ever if he's listening, um, you know exactly who you are, bro. 
but we share a lot of common interests. He's a little older than me, but uh, we share common interests, man. And, you know, for a while, you know, we got on this topic about uh, about marriage and stuff like that. Right. And it had me thinking, um, you know, like. I, I don't know exactly how I feel about marriage from a contractual standpoint. I really feel like you can lose a lot in a marriage just by signing that contract. But like when you're legally married, right? But I feel like you can be in a loving loyal relationship with someone as a matter of fact i think it's a lot easier to be that way because when you sign that contract you're forced to make that work and the government is involved in a lot of your shit so like you know i think the pressure to make things work starts when you sign that contract and the state or whatever state you live in recognizes you as Mr. and Mrs. John Doe, right? Uh, In this case now, I mean, you got people that are still, uh, (laughs) you got people that are still uh, uh, keeping their last name, women that still keep the last name, which is fucking wild to me. Like, motherfucker, you got to take my last name, okay? Like, you're not, you're not, there's no hyphenating, you know what I'm saying? Now, of course, if I was with a life partner, right, and we have kids, um, yeah, I think for the most part, our kids' names would be hyphenated, maybe. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I'm not near that point. At least not yet. So, uh, anyways, yeah, man. So, we had this conversation, man. And he he told me, you know, some of the stuff that the struggles of marriage. And the, the fascinating thing that I find about marriage, although um, I do think that um, it takes... It takes time to get to know someone, right? Like, you know, back in the day, you could get married. You know, I've heard stories of of men where they said, oh, you know, the minute I laid eyes on her was when I was, uh, we were sipping a milkshake. I remember like it was yesterday at Dot's Diner, sipping a milkshake, and I knew she was going to be mine. I don't know what changed. I really don't know why that's changed. Well, actually, I do know why it's changed. I have an idea. But, um, um, I, uh... (laughs) I'm just looking at something real quick. Uh, So, yeah. So, anyways, like, I don't know how we got to that point. It would be nice to, you know, find someone that's actually worth that type of time. But, man, it's just, it's rough. Um, So, uh, anyways, we're having this conversation or whatever. And he was just telling me just some of the things that he's been through. And, you know, I I feel like uh, I, I can relate to that. And that's actually every reason why I'm not in a hurry to get married. Like I'm just not, um, I've actually found that a lot of, uh, husbands, like they'll put on a front and be like, man, like, you know, I love my wife and stuff like that. But listen, I, there's one thing I learned from my first relationship. I learned that, you know, if I don't have anything nice to say, I mean, matter of fact, bump that. If I don't, I don't, if I don't have anything good to say, then I just won't say it at all. You know, that's the whole point. Um, if I, if you find yourself complaining more about your wife or your partner, 
more than you are complimenting them, or even if it's 50-50. I mean, of course, like, you know, I'm sure your girl may get on your nerves, your man may get on your nerves, but, you know, it is what it is. But growing up, I've always had a lot of a lot of married men tell me, like, hey, man, like, <laughs> they, they always have that look in their eye, they have that, that little twinkle, and they're like, man, man, you're doing it, man. Like, you know, you're, you know, you're, hey, hey, look, man, I'm just letting you know, listen, slow down i remember one time i was obsessed with this girl in like high school can't remember who it was but i had had this conversation with one of my neighbors and he goes hey man look i dated he goes the woman i'm married to that you see here that's my high school sweetheart and he goes dude i i you know i tried everything to get her to like me and date me he was like uh she wouldn't give me the time of day in high school so then, like, we go off to college, and then I come back, and we get together, and we went on one date, and I thought it was fantastic. And then he said, he said, uh, I don't know why my voice kind of, like, shrieked there. He goes, you know, and once we got together, I thought things were great. And he goes, I love my wife a lot. I love her so much. He said, but when you chase someone for, like, 10 years like I did, only to find out how... I, how, this is what he said. When you chase someone for 10 years only to find out how fucking annoying they are, it really, like, it's like a wash. And I started busting out laughing. I thought that was hilarious. And he was serious. He was like, yeah, like, my wife is annoying. Like, she's annoying as fuck. <laughs> and I was like, so, like, I was like, so are you saying I shouldn't get married? He goes, not necessarily. He was like, just don't feel obligated to do it. Because he said once they had reached this point where they dated and then she hit them with the, okay, what are we, like, type thing. like Or, like, are we, do you plan on getting married? Do you want kids and stuff like that? But they had been together for, like, a year. And I think at this time, they were, like, in their late, let's see, at this time, he was in his late 20s. So, like, she was in her mid-20s, like, 25. He was, like, 28 at the time. So, like... They got together when he was like 26 and then she was like 23, something like that. So they got together like, you know, they're still relatively young. But like whatever she did before that and then finally while she decided to settle down, like that also kind of had him going like, I wonder what changed. Like, what's what's the difference? But um, yeah, so like he, yeah, I've just been told like, hey, man, like, you know, have fun. Like, keep having fun. Keep having fun. And even to this day, man, like, I don't really feel the pressure to, like, get married. I, I, I'm i thankful that my mom's not pushing that on me. Like, you know, some moms would be like, oh, you know, when am I going to have grandkids? Listen, I'm sure my mom wants grandkids. I'm sure she does. And if I could, I would get her a grandkid tomorrow. But the problem is, is that these chicks don't know how to act right, yo. <laughs> so, I... I will not be, yeah, I'm not, please, you kidding me, man? You can give a woman a baby, dude, and she'll fucking run off and then never be seen again, and you got to fight that shit in court. That's another reason why I, I'm kind of like, eh, marriage, man. I got to sign a fucking contract, and you can get half my shit. A lot of married men will live vicariously through young men. You know, they'll they'll live through, they'll do that shit. They'll be like, man, like, you you know, man, you need to get on her, man, you know, you know, and, you need to do this, you need to do that, you know, and it's cool. Like, I think there's nothing wrong with it. I live for that. I live for that. I'm like, yo, let me tell you what I did, man. This is, man, you right, you doing it, man. That's what, that's what I'm, that's one of my, uh, 
my mentor was telling me, like, he was like, you know, I kind of felt like I had to get married, but, you know, I, I, she, he's like, my wife, she's like, he said, my wife's a good girl, man. Good girl. Wonderful woman. He said, there's sometimes, man, where I'm just like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? And you know what's crazy? I feel bad. For, and I could tell a lot of husbands, man, that get fucking uh, just ransacked by their wife. I could tell by the way they get talked to and how they get treated, yo. Like, I cannot imagine. Okay, just let me let me paint the picture for you. Because this is what I know somebody else is going through. And it's so fucking crazy. Like, he he told me that, like, okay, he works. Uh, he makes really great money, actually. He makes real good money. And uh, works for Oracle. Matter of fact, works for Oracle. And he told me that, like, him and his wife have been together for, like, I think 17 years. I believe 17 years. And they met, they met when they were 20. So, yeah, 17 years. And uh, he said they met and uh, got married or whatever. And he was like, things were great at first. And he said then, like, once she started having kids, like, he was like, you know, I was still very much attracted to her. But she wasn't like as intimate with me. Like she didn't want to get intimate. And a lot of the fights we had were over like the lack of intimacy that we had in the relationship. And he said something like he like suggested that he tried to make like a I guess they call it a quote unquote pass. And she like flipped out on him. Right. And he's like, what the fuck? So like what she would do is is like she would then like he was like trying to get her to have sex with me became a chore. Like, it, it was like pulling teeth. And he was like asking her, like, do you still want to do this? And she's like, yes, I don't want to get divorced. So like, whenever they would like get intimate, like, she would just like sigh, like a deep sigh. So he kind of felt like, oh shit, she's not into this. You know what I'm saying? And he, they, they I believe they got divorced. But he said, like, it was tough. Because you come home from work and you're expecting, you know what I'm saying, like, or she would always complain about, like, oh, my head hurts, I have a headache, you know, I'm on my, I'm, it's that time of the month, uh, you know, stuff like that. And that, all that is valid, for sure. For sure. That is all valid. I totally get that. But, like, yo, like, oh, then he said that, like, they would have, like, incentive sex. So, like, if he... Like, took the kids to soccer practice or something. Like, she, like, like top them off in the van or some shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is, I'm sorry. It's kind of graphic. Well, like, yeah, she would, like, do stuff like that for him in the van. Like, if he, you know, took the kids to the movies or, you know, if he let the kids uh, or, or if, you know, took the kids to the movies and let her sleep and stuff like that. Like, yeah, he might have got a little some little treat. You know what I'm saying? That's not how I want to live as a married man, dude. That is not where I want to live. I don't want to do that. That is, me no. No man should live like, listen, if I got, here's the thing. If that's the case, and I'm not saying I would do this, but if I'm, if that's how I have to live my life. And he said he went without, like, intimacy for, like, five months. Okay? Now, I'm no, you know, I'm no relationship expert or guru, um, but I will say this: in five months, if if she, she ain't getting no sex, well, sorry, in five months, if he ain't getting no sex, right, and in five months she's not, I'm willing to bet, just have a hunch, 
She giving that ass up to somebody else, yo. <laughs> I don't know women that can go months without having sex. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I don't. I it's, especially now, dude. A woman can A woman's got like so many like options, man. She's got an abundance of options to where she could call up a dude every day, get a dinner date, and get some dinner. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's that's implausible. I don't know. That's just impossible for me to picture that. Like, it's just, I, it's crazy, you know? Um, but yeah, I'm not just going to sit around with a, with a rock-hard phallus trying to convince my wife. No, hell no. If that's the case, I'd have a side chick, yo. Matter of fact, wouldn't even be a side chick. I'm like, listen, if you can't give me what I need right now or what I want right now, let me go elsewhere, you know? But now that's not how women here operate. That's not what they do. They love to see men miserable. Gotta watch porn. First of all, if you're married and you watch Pornhub, yo, <laughs> yo, you need to go to counseling. Okay, I'm just, I'm just letting you know that now. You need to go to counseling if you're watching the Hub. Um, but yeah, that was my tidbit on that. I, you know, like I said, I believe in like lifelong partnership. I don't really believe in like the contractual obligation one must sign all sign away on. Uh, called marriage. I don't believe in that. So, yeah, you can miss me with all that. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, so I, that was just something I was just thinking about in my head. Just kind of sort of hit me. Also, I um, I was talking to somebody. I was reading a uh, well. I talked to someone about this, and it um, we were talking about like ghosting, right? Like when you get ghosted and stuff like that. The wild, so I'm gonna tell you guys a story real quick. Um, or actually, not gonna be real quick. You guys know me and my stories. Yo, so I was talking to someone like a couple of months ago, right? Like, but we were talking for a minute, and she was suffering through some stuff, man. And uh, I didn't really know what to do. I didn't really know how to help. And I truly cared about this person, man. Like, you know, I felt like we got along well. I felt like things were going great. Um, I created, I wanted to create like a space for her to feel like free, you know what I'm saying? Cause she said that she had been going through a lot of, a lot of stuff in her past and didn't really have the best relationship with, with men, you know what I'm saying? And where men try to manipulate and control her and, you know, so I, and I'm pretty much a laid back dude, man. So, um, the wild part was, is, uh. She didn't want to be like exclusive. And I was like, well, you know what? I totally, I get that, you know. Um, I'm really not in a rush to hop in anything with anybody. Like I never really have been since I, I broke up, like, me and my ex broke up. Like that relationship happened a little too fast. But um, like we have been like hanging out for a minute. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, I, I don't think it's really a man's job to like, determine or ask the question of like what are we you kind of sort of lead that with your actions and you kind of i think you have to take charge and lead with like hey it's been a minute now you know what i'm saying i like you just let you know where i stand i think that's okay like we never had that conversation you know what i'm saying and i remember i talked to talked to one of my female friends about this and they were like just tell her how you feel well the problem was is when i told her how i felt the first time like it freaked her out right and she was trying to like run away. And she told me, like, hey, I've always like ghosted people in the past. And I'm like, 
well, surely I'm different. And I was different for the next like five months. And like just recently, I, I mean, this all kind of just happened. So the wild thing about ghosting, I think, is it feels like a dream, yo. Like the good times that you had, the laughs, you know, the the hangouts, the sex, the eating out at the restaurants, <laughs> um, going on dates, all that was like a dream because only I could see it. But like, it, it's it's just crazy to think about. And um, the wild part was, is nobody that I know, like none of my immediate friends knew her. They never got to know this person. So like, they have nothing to base this on. They don't even know what she looks like. Uh, because I just, I don't know. I was just kind of in a mode where I felt like I just wanted to hang out with her, you know, like, and, and I had a great time. We had a wonderful times, but they have only their imaginations to, and I mean, they've seen pictures of her, but as far as like meeting her, they never got to meet her. My mom never got to meet her. Like nobody got to meet her. So like whenever I describe and talk about her, it, it, it seems as though I'm just like making this person up, <laughs> but she was very much real. Like I'm not lying to you, but that that shit was crazy. Um, you know, like I said, that that was a lesson. And I think the longer we hung out, I think it was one of those like, I don't, I don't want to feel like somebody is obligated to be with me, hang with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like I said, I'm a laid back dude. I'm a free like, do it, do whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I oftentimes like you know I always try to say that I not every, you're not you're not gonna be for everybody, right? Even if you have the best intentions um, for this said person, at the end of the day, they're going to do what they want to do. And just because you're a good person, like still continue to be a good person, but don't be a good person out of like, you know, out of respect for yourself or, you know, at the expense of yourself, not for someone else, if that makes sense. Like never change who you are. And I'm guessing that someday, like, it's all going to come full circle. Meaning like I'm going to find someone that's actually going to like. Like me for me. And it happened so abruptly. Like it was just kind of like a damn like. I haven't heard from this person in like weeks. Then weeks turn to months. But it's wild because like. I don't believe that women suck at texting. I think women are very much keen to be on their phones. So like I didn't believe that portion. And then I'm like looking on. IG and saw she posted something and I'm like huh that's kind of weird so I know she sees that you know my message but like she has to answer so you know that's that's a lesson learned uh for sure like like I said she was a super dope person uh great personality but you know had some demons that she couldn't fight through and I guess the I don't know maybe it's the added pressure of like hey there's a good guy right here and you know I'm fucked up. Not saying she is specifically, but I was going through the process of like, I'm fucked up. There's a good guy here. The pressure to be somebody around this person. I'm not ready for that. So I'm going to just leave. That that tends to happen from time to time. So, um, yeah, getting ghosted sucks, man. I, I can't say I've ever ghosted anybody. I've never ghosted. At least intentionally, I haven't. Um, I told this story real quick. 
There was a time where I was talking to this girl, like we hooked up, but I had went to Cancun. Was it Cancun? No, it wasn't Cancun. Where did I go? Oh, I was on a cruise. So I uh, I went on a cruise and like I, I didn't tell her. So when I was gone, like I came back to all these messages. Like, so when you leave, like you don't have any Wi-Fi on your phone, right? When I came back and we, we, we hit the port, I got all these text messages. So I tried to call her and explain to her what happened and she wasn't trying to hear it. So like she said I ghosted her. I didn't ghost her. Um, yeah, that shit was crazy. Um, oh man, you know what else sucks too? I just realized this. Whenever you see someone that you used to have a huge crush on, like, and they move on to like someone else, and then they uh, <laughs> they like have a kid, and you're like, fuck, man, I can't compete with that. He gave her everything she wanted. I feel, you know what? And I should take credit for that. I'm like, hey, you should be thankful that we didn't work out because like, what you got now? That's such a narcissistic way of thinking. <laughs> but I'm I'm so serious. Um, man, that's about it, dude. Uh, if you've ever been ghosted, you know, I don't know. How did you guys get over it? I have no idea. Maybe you can tell me how. Leave a comment if you guys have Spotify. I think you guys can also leave a voice message as well on, uh, uh, Anchor. You know, on Anchor. Stuff like that. So, I'm about to take my ass to bed, though. That's just a quick rant, uh, about whatever. Do I have anything else I want to talk about? The uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, no. I guess we can go over dating apps on another episode. That's all I got, though. So much love. Hopefully everybody has a wonderful weekend. It is officially payday. And a couple hours, I'm actually about to book a haircut session. That's what I need to do. Shout out to Fred the Barber. But anyways, I'm out. Peace.